that's cracking, man. I ain't got nothing serious I want to talk about, man. I just wanted to, I just want to talk about one of my favorite pro blacks by the name of Boyce Watkins. Just real quick, just real quick, because I saw this thing on Twitter today of Boyce Watkins. He posted this tweet talking about this is why. Hold on, let me oh, let me share my screen, man. What up? What up? I know I've been missing in action, but I got to be honest with you. Black YouTube is kind of boring. <laughs> it's I was sitting around thinking about it. I was just like, I was just like, man, I'm I'm kind of. I'm just kind of tired of black YouTube. I don't I don't know what else there is to talk about with black black YouTube anymore. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know what else there is to talk about. I don't have any interest in passport bro conversations. I don't have anything against passport bros. I don't I, I don't care about you guys' personal relationships and struggles with the women's. Because G Dizzle isn't struggling with the women's. I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Matter of fact, I personally think a lot of y'all who struggle, I think struggle is good for you all. And you need to be uh, you know, you you don't need to pass your genes on. That's that's what I think. I think society will be so much greater without your gene pool polluting the population. Because we already got enough idiots out here. Just go look on TikTok. And see all the mentally deranged people uploading videos every single day over there. Uh, what else? What what else is going on in Black YouTube? Uh, you know, I, I just don't. <sighs> I don't know. I, I've, I'm like I feel like I've kind of ran out of stuff to talk about with you Negroes. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I just want to talk about Boyce Watkins real quick. He's like one of my favorite pro blacks. I have no idea why he's one of my favorites, but maybe it's, be, it's because I've been subscribed to him for the longest out of all the pro blacks. Um, he started off with good intentions, but then he just became just this weird pro-black. Anyway, I saw this video. He posted this joint talking about, um, this is why I turned down Grant Cardone, but he requested to appear on my podcast. They think our people are stupid. So this is what your man said. Let's, hopefully my audio was working. Let's see. Y'all know I'll be having the craziest sound systems. Maybe it's not going to work. Oh, crap. How come everybody else's audio works but mine? Does anybody know what this problem is? I have yet to figure this out. I have no idea why this happens to me and only me. Does anybody know how to fix this issue with StreamYard? Anybody know? Somebody, somebody help a brother out. I don't went through all my settings. I have no clue how, how to fix this issue. Anybody know? Let's see. Let's see what y'all are. Y'all ain't talking about what? I cannot get my audio to play. Let me find. Let me, let me give me a second. I'm about to. Uh, this is so stupid. I don't know why this does this. 
I'm about to I'm about to do the red the the red supreme thing and play it through my phone. <laughs> so that's what I'm about to do. I don't know why my audio. I, I legit have no clue why it doesn't it doesn't want to play. It doesn't come through. I ain't figured it out yet. So, anyways, I'm gonna play this through my phone. That's what I'm gonna do. I just want y'all to hear what he was saying, and then I'm gonna play y'all another video. Give me a second. It says, are you using a mixer? Yeah, I'm using a mixer, man. I got I, I don't I don't check everything. I legit cannot figure out why this thing isn't working. I don't know. But anyways, we're not gonna waste time trying to figure it out. I'm just gonna play it through my phone like Red Supreme over here. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're gonna do. All right, so this is the video. I'm going to keep it on the screen, and I'm going to try to sync it as best I can. But this is him saying this is why he turned down Grant Cardone, all right? Half my audience is black under the age of 40 because we go after that audience, and we're talking to them in very street terms, if you will, very not big nomenclature. We just keep everything very tight and simple. Grant Cardone uh, talking about his black audience and uh, – I'm not sure if that's offensive or not. You can decide if you're offended by what he said or not. But one of the things I want to remind you of is that this is what they think about you. Um, I have had people call me uppity because I have encouraged black people to be intelligent, uh, encouraged us to be thoughtful, encouraged us to be strategic. But there are people who really think that being a black man means you're supposed to be dumbed down all the time. That is not who you are. That is not who you're supposed to be. That is not what you descended from. So all this street culture that they push on you, all this nonsense where they dumb stuff down, just understand that they've been doing that ever since that little white teacher that you had in elementary school wanted to put you in special education. They always dumb it down, make it simple, make it stupid, because they don't think that we're that smart. I disagree with that. I don't rock with that ever. That's what I believe. Peace. Half my audience is black. All right. So y'all heard what Boyce said, right? Boyce said he doesn't rock with the white man or the other man because they, they think black folks is dumb. And I, you know, I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I understand. But I want to show you this other video. Right? This came out five years ago. <laughs> so this is Boyce today. This is Boyce today. This was boys five years ago, y'all. Five years ago. So let's let's check this out. I gotta play this through my phone too. Hold on, give me a second. Give me a second. <clears throat> Damn it. But now we do it, you know, more formulaically. Is why do you know? Is we actually sell the why? Like, like when I explain what I do. You know, I tell people, I basically sell open dreams, and I fulfill it. Sometimes I fulfill it with SaaS. Sometimes I fulfill it with a physical product. Sometimes I fulfill it with an info product. But ultimately, I'm selling open dreams of some sort of desired end results. I don't know if that makes any sense. Absolutely. That's that's that. so, so that's kind of how I look at it. So, like, if you look at it, you know, and let me, you got me thinking. Uh, so let me pull this up real quick on my end. I'm, I'm going to share my screen. Uh, let's see how to do this. I'm going to share this right here. And this was kind of exciting for me, you know, uh, as a copywriter, you know, 
it, you see like a presentation or whatever. Yeah, I see it. You know, if you look at how we do it, you know, in this case, we're basically, we're selling like a children's education product, you know, it, I'm not saying like, I believe it's a good product we put together. I'm not saying it's a bad product, but in the grand scheme of like, you know, children's education products and stuff like that, you know, there's thousands of them out there, right? It's like, if you're selling like webinar software, if you're selling some sort of app tool or whatnot, you know, the reality is like, you know, we're not that special snowflakes, you know, like right. it's all the same thing. But what we do is, if you can imagine, anybody remember this? I hit it initially, like, I literally, like, what I'm selling, I, I don't view myself as selling. Like the problem is not to say buy my product. Anybody remember you know, Charles Wu? Like sell a movement or a change. So in this case, you know, this offer that we have, you know, we're focused on the African American niche, and we're basically selling. You know, we basically sell it as religion, right? So we're 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 packaging as like you know, black economic power needs to become the second religion. You're gonna we're gonna sell you on how to properly educate your children your own job you know well like literally like this is what we sell correct that's how we position and what's interesting you know this is actually great because like we were on the webinar and uh voice who's you know he's the main character he's like the pitch guy you know he's my uh you know info product guy you know, like actually you look at it we had a like we literally go completely off tangent which is good but it's like you know let me just read this copy to you. I'd be curious to get your opinion. You know, so we're basically selling. We're, we're, let me take that back. We are selling hope. We are fulfilling it through an online education product. But like, this is kind of the pitch. It's like, you know, growing up, I was the black kid who wanted to be invited in the space of the white man. Blah, 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 blah <laughs> you know. And it's like, and I remember just having a day when I said, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody else. I'm not going to fit in trying to hope that these white folks like me because I'm a good person. Listen, listen, listen. I don't listen, hold up. I don't so basically, in case you guys are wondering what the heck is going on, that Asian guy wrote that script for boys to say for black people. This was during the, this was back in 2017, 2018 when Boyce was really big on pushing crypto. And he was having Talking about crypto is going to change the world. We all need to get in crypto. Well, unbeknownst to a lot of people, the Asian puppet master, Charles Wu, was behind the scenes putting everything together to the point where he wrote this script for Boyce. All right? So let me get back to it. You know, well, like all this sort of stuff, it's like this self-realization point. And what's interesting is this is actually one of our, uh, you know, maybe you'll think that I'm this evil person. This is actually a practice and planned effort to get to a critical close point and actually i was really excited because you know and and this wasn't planned but like when voice was actually pitching or not pitching he was educating we were all about educating we don't sell here and he was educating he actually like like this became like an epiphany moment for him and i have him on you know we're on like youtube live and the webinar and everything you know he's tearing up like he cries for a good 30 to 45 seconds. And it's awesome. I can see I can find, like, I, I think the, the video is still up somewhere on YouTube. If I can go pull it up, I'm going to find this real quick. You know, uh, from earlier this week. And now I need to find something that takes a to load. But, like, that point, like, literally, like, we 
spent like the, the presentation we spent four minutes like he just like broke down and was like he, he just couldn't keep himself together and the customer response in terms of comments at that time just completely blew up and, 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 and I, I don't want to make it sound like it's completely manufactured or well i, I guess it, it somewhat is but this was you know beyond my expectations but like the phones or the online you know like the orders started bringing in because like people were able to emotionally identify with the why they were able to experience that transition let me go find like it sound it sounds to me like it went from a functional product up into an emotional product right oh, and, yeah. And, it's all and, and yeah yeah and let me let me stop my screen here while i pull up the video all right, so I just want to share that with you all. So in case you're like, what the heck's going on here? So I saw this video from Boyce where he was talking about Grant Cardone. And let me let me play the Grant Cardone video again, in case you in case you missed it. And Boyce is kind of explaining why he doesn't want to he, he he turned down Grant Cardone being a guest on his show or something like that. And this is the reason Boyce gave. So let me, let me run this back and play it. Half my audience is black under the age of 40 because we go after that audience and we're talking to them in very street terms, if you will. Very not big nomenclature. We just keep everything very tight and simple. Grant Cardone uh, talking about his black audience. And uh, I'm not sure if that's offensive or not. You can decide if you're offended by what he said or not. But... One of the things I want to remind you of is that this is what they think about you. Um, I have had people call me uppity because I have encouraged black people to be intelligent, uh, encouraged us to be thoughtful, encouraged us to be strategic. But there are people who really think that being a black man means you're supposed to be dumbed down all the time. That is not who you are. That is not who you're supposed to be. That is not what you descended from. So all this street culture that they push on you, all this nonsense where they dumb stuff down, just understand that they've been doing that ever since that little white teacher that you had in elementary school wanted to put you in special education. They always dumb it down, make it simple, make it stupid, because they don't think that we're that smart. I disagree with that. I don't rock with that ever. That's what I believe. Peace. So I just wanted to share that real quick. Like I say, I found it a little amusing when I when I saw it, how he kind of takes issue with Grant Cardone talking about he has to present something in a street manner in order to for it to come across to black folks so they can convince black folks to invest or buy the product or whatever the heck it is that Grant was talking about. But then just five years ago, when Boyce was out here on the on the crypto bit Bitcoin bandwagon, heavy in these YouTube streets, because if, if you guys don't remember 2017, 2018, Boyce was dropping Bitcoin videos every single day. Like like he was Master P releasing mixtapes every single week. Like he, he was just he was heavy on the Bitcoin train back then. And all of a sudden, Bitcoin kind of crashed. And we ain't really seen a video or heard from him since talking about Bitcoin. But. During that time frame of 2017, because I was around back then watching these videos, uh, he introduced everybody to this Asian guy, Charles Wu. Nobody really knew who he was. He was just some random Asian dude who we thought knew something about crypto. 
Turns out the Asian guy was the one was was the Asian puppet master pulling all the strings, writing all the sales copy that Boyce would go out there because Boyce was pitching his product. I can't remember what the name of the product was, but it was some product that if you paid him like it was like three, four hundred dollars a month, you would get access to, quote unquote, inside information in terms of which coins you should invest in. And and it'll it was supposed to increase it was supposed to increase your profits or something like that because you were listening to some some information from some certified crypto experts. Even though when you go back and reflect on that time, who really was a crypto expert back then? I think everybody was just freestyling the crap because y'all know my personal feels on crypto. Crypto is really driven off a of hype. There is no product or service that backs any of those coins. It's literally just somebody who has a lot of fans and followers hyping up a coin and then everybody rushing out to go invest into the coin, not realizing that the person who hyped it up was already paid or already invested into the coin when it was at a lower price. And this is what happened to John McAfee. Anybody know who John McAfee is? Founder of McAfee Antivirus who died in a, in a, in a prison in Spain. This dude, well, he was actually had warrants out for his arrest from the U.S., or uh, I believe it was the U.S., because he was doing that very thing on social media. He would be all over Twitter hyping up these coins, talking about this coin is going to change everything, not knowing that he had already been paid by the people who made that coin or he had already invested into the coin when the coin was like literal pennies on a dollar, if not cheaper. But they were trying to convince everybody else to buy it so he can cash out when, when, the, when the crowd came in. He was actually supposed to face trial for that crap. But obviously, he got arrested in Spain or something like that and died in the jail. But that's what they were doing. And Boyce had this thing going on back in, the, in, in, that, in those days where he had this little group going on. Basically, you paid him like two, $300 a month. I cannot remember what the name of that damn group was called or the product by It'll come to me later on, but you pay him two, $300 a month. Like that was the fee. And you were supposed to get all this, this knowledge about which coins to invest into and Charles Wu. And to my knowledge, I think he was supposed to be one of the, the quote unquote experts helping people to get into the product. Right. But the thing is, Charles Wu was the guy behind the scenes. He was the puppet master. Like in this video right here, Charles Wu wrote a whole presentation designed specifically to get bo to, for, for Boyce to sell flashcards for little kids. Like he, he wrote, remember Boyce was out here pushing these flashcards for kids? Anybody remember that? I remember that crap. He was pushing them things heavy at one point. Turns out Charles Wu was, you know, was, was the puppet master. Now maybe Charles might be a marketing dude or whatever, but it's just funny when he was going through reading the script, he was like, yeah, Boyce, because here's the script right here. He was like, Boyce was saying this and saying this. Then at a certain time, Boyce broke down and started crying for like 45 seconds. And, and all of a sudden, the sales just went through the roof. So like I say, I was, I was watching this and I was like, okay, you don't want to talk to Grant Cardone because Grant Cardone said something about street language and you feel that's offensive to black folks. But I'm like, didn't you kind of somewhat do this five years ago with Charles Wu, where you got you on camera crying, 
talking about, you know, how you need to invest in this and bodies, bodies, flashcards for the babies and you're pouring your heart out. And all of a sudden sales is just coming in out the yin yang. But the whole time it was uh, it, it was it really wasn't according to this video and according to Charles, Wu, it really wasn't genuine. Like this was all like manufactured. So you're willing to work with one non-black person over here in order to tap into the feels of black folks to try to emotionally connect with them on a level to generate sales. But in this video, you take issue with the with, with another non-black guy <laughs> just because he says the word, uh, what do you say, thug or something like that, or street lingo, I think that's what he said. And I, I guess I just found this a little weird when I saw it. I was like, man, boys... Are, you know, are you suffering from Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease around here? Like, didn't we just go through this five years ago with you when you already kind of somewhat did this already? And people put you on blast when when they discovered who Charles Wu was because Charles Wu decided to record a video of himself talking about being the puppet master. And somehow the video got out there to the masses. It, it was the weirdest thing, man. It was the weirdest thing. So that's all I want to say about Boyce. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to drag the dude, but like I said, I just saw this. I was like, like, damn, Boyce, we already went through this with you. We already went through this with you when you working with the, the other man, but you supposed to be for the brother man. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. But shout out to Dr. Boyce Watkins, man. You know what I'm saying? I still watch his videos every now and then, even though I think I've seen videos lately from him. He's sounding more like a communist these days. He got he got videos up there where he's talking about like he's damn near on some anti-capitalism crap, which is weird considering he always like if you go to Dr. Bo Let's go to his channel real quick. You know, he puts out about 50,000 videos a day. So it's kind of if, if you miss it, you miss it. But. I noticed he dropped a couple video, like right here, Capitalism 101. Extreme, we're not going to watch it, but extreme capitalism is a mental illness, right? That, that's what he says. And he did another video talking about capitalism. Like I said, he does about 50 videos a day. So, you know, it's kind of hard to keep keep, uh, keep track of these damn things. But anyways, I seen at least two videos where he was talking about capitalism. And it's almost like he's on some... Like, like he's a, like a damn near on some socialist communism type of crap where he's like, capitalism is evil. And like, he's actually saying, you know, saying this to a certain degree in the videos, but I'm like, damn boys, ain't you the same dude that been on YouTube for like 20 damn years talking about how we all need to be, um, business owners by the time where, by the time we come up out of our pull-ups when we're like two years old, we should all have businesses. Like, isn't that what he's been preaching for like 20 years on YouTube? By the time you exit your mama's womb and, and you stop sucking on your, your pacifier, you should already have a full-blown business that is capable of carrying you on, uh, you know, leaving generational wealth. <laughs> like, that's what he's been preaching. But then he turns around and says he's anti-extreme capitalism is, is a mental illness. Like, I don't understand how that even... How, how, how that can how those thoughts can even exist in your body in your mind at the same time when you're off of capitalism and then you're talking about capitalism is, is kind of bad or it's a mental illness it's like no capitalism is amazing capitalism allows for competition now now granted is capitalism perfect no there's crony capitalism yes people get over on people all the time but at the same time you as the regular everyday person out there in america you can participate in capitalism to some degree
right? It doesn't mean it's going to always be fair. Does that mean that you're going to come out on top and dominate any industry that you work, that you go into? No. Does that mean that uh, you're going to be able to invent or create a new industry without having to deal with all the government red tape? No. I mean, but, but you still have an opportunity to get out there and play ball is what I'm saying. Right. And so I don't understand how this works. But anyways, that's that's the uh, the twisted mind. Oh, I ain't going to say twisted, but that is that is the you know, that, that's what that's that's what happens. You know, when, when you have the mind of Boyce Watkins, your joint is just all over the place, man. But, you know, shout out to Boyce Watkins. Somebody says Yvette Carnell fell off. I guess I ain't watched the video of hers in a hot minute. I remember like three years ago, ADOS was all over the place. ADOS, ADOS was so popular. Even Angry Man was selling ADOS hats on his website at one point. <laughs> Anybody remember that? Even he had jumped on the ADOS bandwagon at one point. That joker was hustling fitted caps with ADOS written on. I was like, look at this. The grift is hella strong out in these streets, right? But yeah, anyway, so shout out to Boyce Watkins, man. I just want to share that. Nothing too, too serious. Um, anyways, I'm going to try to come back on YouTube and run my mouth some more. I've been missing an action from this channel for like two weeks. And, you know, the reason why is just because, like I said earlier, I don't be having nothing to talk about, man. I'll be looking around at some of the conversations like I've been I've been cloud watching a lot of videos lately. And it, it's just the same conversation. Everybody's just talking about the same thing. And we going on like five, six years of this crap. I'm just like, everybody's a passport bro now. Even. <laughs> You know, listen, I don't have anything against passport bros. Like if I think if you're, you know, if you if you, if you want to go out there and get your passport on and travel the world and meet women, whether you're, you're doing it for serious long term relationships or you're just trying to go over there and just smash and dash, but handle your business. By all means, do what you do. Like, I don't I don't see the issue with it. And if women want to do the same thing, go out there and do what you do. If you want to be a passport, what they call them, the passport hose. That's what Dennis Sperlin is calling them or whatever. But whatever. I don't see the issue with it, but what I do find amazing with these passport bro conversations is how everybody's all of a sudden a passport bro. Just out the blue, everybody's a passport bro. And I'd be like, I'd be like, how many of y'all niggas is actually getting your passport on? Because you got, you'd be like, you'd be listening to niggas, <laughs> you'd be listening to niggas, I'd be listening to some of these niggas talk for like five, six years. I ain't heard these niggas one time in five, six years talk about they, they left the country to go visit another place. Like they ain't even went on a cruise ship to go down to the damn Caribbean. But all of a sudden, everybody's a passport, bro. Now, it's, it's just the weirdest thing. Right. So I can't really get into those conversations. Um, what else, what else is going on? I, I, I don't know. Bro. Anyways, black YouTube is just like, oh, ugh, ugh, my goodness. I, I just don't know. I'm just kind of, it's just like a never ending circular argument, circular discussion, the same people saying the same thing that they've been saying 50, 11 years now. So if you're wondering where I've been, yeah, I've just been cloud watching, man. I ain't really have much to contribute to the, uh, to the nonsense, but shout out to Boyce Watkins though, man. I just wanted to, you know, point that out, Boyce, man. Um, like I say, Boyce, you're a funny dude. Like I say, I'm still sub to his channel. I like some of his content, but Boyce is a funny, funny dude. I said they ain't got no stamps. Yeah, niggas ain't got no stamps, B. <laughs> Everybody a passport, bro. Niggas ain't got no stamps, man. Maybe I should start making passport videos, man, so I can, you know, get my views and my subs up. 
And then when the next when the next trending topic comes out, kind of ride that way for a whole month strong. You know, just <laughs> maybe I should do that. I need to I need to get into this whole YouTube grift thing, man. That seems to be where the money is, but you know, I just don't have that kind of energy and time and interest in doing it. But I don't know. Maybe I should. I could probably make a lot of money. All right. Anyways, so I'm about to go. That's all I want to talk about. Shout out to boy Swatkins. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Go sub to the Tech G channel. I'll be over there dropping videos all the damn time. Because, you know, they be paying money over there. I was live in France 2017. Okay. I ain't never been to France. But shout out to you, uh, B-dubs. Let me see. MTA workers and corrections been for all the DR. Oh, so you just been all over. You you just you just out there just just putting in work, huh? You probably got half Dominican babies all over that damn island. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. All right, y'all. I'm about to go. I gotta go back to the Tech G channel and collect these paychecks from these white folks, man. They, they be putting money in your boy's pocket, man. They be putting. They be. They be. Listen. I keep telling y'all about this this black YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna say this and get off. I keep telling you about this this black this YouTube thing, man. If you guys want to make money, create a hobby or create a channel centered around something you know a lot about your profession, your hobby, whatever. The money is like endless over there. Now I'm not rich. I wish I was, but. I could potentially get rich off this crap. I can't get rich off this YouTube, this black YouTube stuff, but the money over there in the greater YouTube, when it comes to some non-black ignorant topics, it's, it's just over there. You ain't even, you ain't even got to do no hard sales over there. You just kind of tell people what it is and they just be opening wallets up. Just give, just, 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 just making it rain in exchange for the knowledge or whatever it is that you're presenting. I'm telling you, you want to get into this YouTube thing and you don't want to be chasing Topic the to topic. One week you're a passport bro. Next week you're a high value man. Next week you're a you're a SBE dude. Next week you're you know wh whatever it is that niggas is talking about. You want to create some steady, consistent YouTube bucks. I promise you, you will find more YouTube success in terms of subscribers and AdSense dollars rolling in and money that you can get from you know other things you may do like selling courses products or whatever i'm trying to tell y'all you need to go out there and, and, and get into them waters with them white folks <laughs> <laughs> or, or or everybody else i should say ain't, ain't just white folks but i'm telling you black youtube i ain't gonna say it's the ghetto i mean i i do like i do like black youtube for the entertainment value but i'm talking about it from the content creator's perspective Right now, as a fan, as a as a person who watches the video, oh, I love Black YouTube. I watch this all day. I be at work listening to Black YouTube while I'm working. I mean, it's it's, it's hella entertaining. But as a content creator, and you want to make money off YouTube, I'm telling you, it's in your best interest to create a non-Black YouTube channel and create that channel based off of a hobby, a skill or whatever type of knowledge you got stored up in your brain based off of whatever the heck it is you know a lot about or you're really good at. And you put that, put some time and effort into that channel, I can pr almost promise you with like 99% accuracy, there's an audience out there for it. They will sub, they will watch, 
and they will buy, especially if they, they you built up the trust factor with them. I promise you, because that's what's happening with that's that's what's happening with Tech G. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, trying to get this money. Let's get this money. We all can't be Kevin Samuels and 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 Angry Man and Obsidian. <laughs> and another thing I was thinking about. Think about all the time they got to invest into equipment. Like I was looking at Bernard Riley's, you know, he's trying to do the whole fresh and fit thing. And he had this one girl on there. She had, Oh my goodness. Anybody see that Bernard Riley show where he had the the three girls on there. The one girl, he had one girl on there that was missing her two front teeth. I was like, nigga, what are we doing? So anyways, you look at, you look at all the money that they invest into their sets, their microphones, their suits, they're trying to, you know, get that pearly things that that um oh you don't believe me? Let me show y'all niggas. Hold on. Y'all think I'm lying about this. I'm about to show you. Let me go to because Ty City took it. He was the first one to notice it. And he took a screenshot of it. Let me find Ty City's YouTube channel. I'm about to show y'all. Hopefully he still got the picture. Oh, here we go, right here. So this is from Bernard Riley's channel. Let me share my screen. Let me share my screen. I want y'all to see this. So Bernard Riley, this is from his show. Where he's out here, he's out here doing the, uh, he, he got, he got the, the girls out here. You know what I'm saying? And this is one of the females on his show. Your girl is missing her fronts, B. She's missing her fronts. This was this is a guest on his show the other day. Bernard is sitting at this big old desk looking like Judge Joe Brown. You got one girl here and two girls on the side. Your girl is look like her fronts is missing, B. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know who this girl, but this, I guess this is, they, didn't they say he's from like Detroit? I guess this, this is uh, how Michigan Detroit girls are, are, are doing it out there. What's that? What's that uh, rapper? Blueface, his baby mama, girlfriend, Krishan Rock or whatever her name is. I noticed she's been like missing her tooth and she's just flaunting her missing tooth all over the place. Is this, is this becoming a thing? Girls are just walking around here toothless? Like fucking, I I ain't finna go drop no bag on no new teeth. I just, I just look like a crackhead out in these streets. But your girl was on YouTube on Bernard Riley's show with a <laughs> with Project Windows in her mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's what was cracking out there, y'all. I just want so I just want to share that with y'all in case y'all didn't believe me. I ain't got no reason to lie. But anyways, getting back to what I was saying, you invest all this time and money into this stuff, man, in black YouTube. In the greater YouTube, you ain't really got to do all that, man. Look, I I still got my same crappy lights. I upgraded my microphone. That's about it. But you ain't got to do all that, man. So so I'm trying to tell you, if you're a content creator, man, I'm going to keep drilling this home, man. Black YouTube is for entertainment. But if you're trying to get money, you're probably not going to make any real money. You need to create another channel 
get it booming over there. You know what I'm saying? And, and become great at whatever it is you do over there. And I promise you, your AdSense accounts are going to go up. <laughs> Evergreen content, baby. Evergreen, advertiser-friendly content that the kids can watch. You know what I'm saying? Or whoever want to watch it. Little old ladies going to church can watch it. And the CPM rates be like $30, $40, $50. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell y'all. So girl look like a hockey player. <laughs> Facts. But yeah, so anyways, that's all I want to say, man. I'm about to chuck deuces. It's uh, 9 o'clock. Tomorrow's Friday. I got some stuff I got to do this weekend. I got consultations I got to do. Unless you're selling hair products, you should sell to all, not just black. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna sell hair hair products, obviously you gotta sell it to you know the group that you're most affiliated with. But products outside of that, yeah, man, sell it, sell it to all for the most part. Because I can't, besides hair products, I can't think of like a race specific product. Hair products is probably the the only one I can really think of off the top of my head. Hmm. But yeah, sell it to all, man. Make money. You know what I mean? Get money. All right. Anyways, shout out to Boyce Watkins, though. That's all I want to say. I ain't really got much to talk about, man. I'm just over here rambling at this point. All right. I'm about to go. Shout out to Free Zone Lou. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm out. Peace.